You're listening to Late Norman Talk with Jonathan Weiner and Chuck Austin. Unscripted and real conversations with business leaders and marketing pros. And today I have the pleasure of having Brad Simmons in the studio. Brad, welcome and tell us a little bit about your company and yourself. Thank you for having me this morning. Uh, our company is Logo Pros. Our corporate office is based in uh, Mint Hill, North Carolina. We cover the entire Charlotte area. Uh, we also have a satellite office in uh, Muncie, Indiana. So, Rob, what type of promotional products do you guys offer? Is it just shirts? Is it just apparel? Tell me a little bit more about that. We offer a wide range of promotional products, okay, anywhere from ink pens to uh, promotional items such as coffee mugs, travel mugs, and that kind of thing, as well as corporate apparel, although that is not uh, our point of focus is selling products, but more looking for a solution for our customers. Brad, uh, there's a lot of promotional companies out there, especially online, and what would you say sets you guys apart that people may not experience um, with some other companies? I think it's the fact that I'll spend more time searching for the solution than I will searching for the sale. A lot of people in our industry think that uh, we can all buy the same ink pen, we can all buy the same coffee mug, hand it to the same people, and somehow we're going to end up different. And uh, it doesn't work that way. That's a good point. So what are the hottest promotional products right now? You know, we've always got the pen. We get the, the little sample we get in the mail as a business owner. But... What's new now? What's the one thing that's hot now that's really getting people's attention that they're using outside just apparel? Well, you're not going to believe it, but nobody's been able to recreate the uh, polo shirt yet. So as far as the apparel goes, it's about the same as it's always been. Hot items in the uh, promotional industry right now are anything to do with technology, whether it be uh, chargers, phone adapters, that kind of thing. I've heard you say this before, uh, as I see each week in our networking group. Um, you know, trying to do business and hand somebody a pen with their logo on it. Maybe that worked 20 years ago. You tell me. I know you've been in this business a long time, but what did you mean by that? Well, the return on investment is what you're looking at whenever you're giving away a promotional item. It shouldn't be a matter of, hey, we're doing a trade show. Let's get a backdrop, a tablecloth, a couple ink pens, and go down the road and look different than everybody else. So we always try to help our customers with the return on investment and their their promotional marketing. And uh, ink pens just normally don't have a good return on investment. Neither do coffee mugs and some of the things that everybody uses. What size business do you have to be to get started in promotional products with you? Are you all, uh, you serve small to medium sized business? Can you be a startup? Can you be a major enterprise? Our goal is to help all businesses, whether regardless of size. I like to work a lot with small business people. I've been in the business over 20 years now. So I have a lot of knowledge that I can share with a new upstart business to keep them from making some of the mistakes that uh, upstart businesses do make. Brad, one thing I noticed working with you early on uh, as you've done some uh, projects for me in the studio and getting our logo on some director's chairs and whatnot is you guys always deliver super fast. I've never experienced it like that. Um, So I'm always satisfied with the, the solution and how quick it comes back to me. But you talk a lot about marketing. You don't just say, I'm a promotional products guy, or we put a logo on this. You talk about providing marketing solutions for your customer. What do you mean? I think one of the the biggest misconceptions in marketing today is what somebody's brand really is. A lot of people are confused, and they think that the Golden Arches are McDonald's brand. 
that's really not McDonald's brand. That's McDonald's logo. McDonald's brand has to do with the quality, the service, and the fact that the Big Mac tastes, tastes the same in California that it does in Seattle, Washington. So we try to work with businesses, try to get them to do the same thing. I appreciate the kind words about our quick delivery. We, we feel that that's part of our brand, but your brand is really based on what the public thinks about you and not what you think about yourself. Uniformity is key. Absolutely. So, you know, how does, uh, you know, when you work with a client and they want to use promotional products, are there other things that you're integrating with? Are they a way to offer something, not just as a giveaway to a client? What have you seen that people do? Are they using these promotional products also, uh, uh, I guess, uh, in industry trade shows and things of that nature? Everybody automatically thinks that they have to give things away to be in the promotional marketing business. We use promotional items <clears throat> for a number of different things. We use them, first of all, to reward existing customers. So a, a nice embroidered polo shirt might reward some of your existing customers. We use them to help retain good employees, maybe put together an employee program that uh, good attendance you receive a promotional item of some sort. We use them in safety programs. We'll get a safety program go helps the owner with his insurance costs and at the same time report rewards employees who are doing the right thing. So Brad, in your experience now been at this game now over 20 years, what is the biggest thing that you see in your business that's different today than 20 years ago? The one thing well, the biggest thing that I see different today is when I look in the mirror in the morning and the hair is gone, almost gone, and it's turned <laughs> to gray. But uh, truthfully, we used to have to integrate yellow page ads with part of the marketing budget money. Uh, now we're looking at doing things online, marketing online, which is, is a huge thing in today's market. So uh, I just think the uh, way that we communicate back and forth, print is not dead. A lot of people think print's dead. We still work a lot with print. We send out uh, maybe postcards with a car dealership, but uh, we find that the return on investment's greater if we send out that postcard and then offer a reward item to them in, in the form of a promotional product when they show up at the dealership to test drive that automobile. So the tangible product has not gone away? No. So, and that's more important than ever because I think our whole lives, it seems like to me that we're always online now. We're always glued to a screen somehow, whether it's our phone or our desktop or our TV. So the tangible product sounds like it, that's more interesting now than it may have been 10 years ago because it sounded like an overcrowded market then. Now it's something that really helps you stand out. No matter how much time we spend on our phones nowadays, the idea of touch and feel has still not gone out of play so right. the tangible product in hand is still very much part of marketing today so brad we hear this term a lot i know you've used it before um people do business with people in companies they like trust and know so what's something that you can share with the audience that's makes you different as, as a business owner you know how do you spend your time when you're not running your operation that kind of thing well, I spend a lot of time mentoring new business upstarts. I spend a lot of time talking to people even when there's not a sale guaranteed in front of it. I like to uh, sit in on things like this, for instance, where uh, there's not a direct return. Uh, I haven't seen you guys get the checkbook out yet today. I'm still looking. But uh, there's not a, you know not an immediate reward, and I think that's part of the problem that we see in a lot of marketing strategies today is they're looking for that immediate return on things instead of investing time and in the effort. So instant gratification is what I'm hearing. 
Absolutely. And I hear that too a lot. And, and I'm wondering, because we all have these clients, right? And we're trying to present our, our solution, right? Or our marketing solution, our services. And how do you convince or how do you explain to a prospect that marketing, in fact, is a business development tool not a line item on the expense report. It, it, that's very difficult. That's very difficult. It, it, it humors, it's humorous the number of times I sit in front of a business owner and I say, now what differentiates you from your competition? And they say, well, it's our great customer service. Okay. And I only hear that about 400 times a week. So evidently everybody out there has got great customer service and they're not differentiating <laughs> from anything else. And so we have to introduce new things into the marketing strategy so that people look different than other people. Uh, in today's market, you know, websites are huge. Now, the fact that you have a website does not necessarily mean that it's a great website. If your website doesn't include video, for instance, then it's not going to receive as many responses as a website that doesn't have video. Right. And so are people integrating what you do with it? Well, I guess it's just the branding in general that's bringing that attention because if I see a promotional piece, I might just check out that website or pull that website up online. And so it's this constant, you know, tangible reminder that you're out there. Right. And branding, branding's not a one man show anymore. You know, it used to be, we could go out and we could do the yellow page ads and we could suggest they buy these items and everything else. Now we have to integrate it with all the, you know, the people that are involved at website developer, the SEO guy, the video guy, uh, all of that's part of marketing. And uh, our little piece of the pie is, seems to be getting smaller all the time, although it's still, a, it's, still, it's still a very important part of the pie. What's the craziest thing that you've ever seen or you've actually ordered from someone, most unusual piece of promotional material? Probably was early on in my career with a lack of knowledge. Uh, I had a customer come to me. They were going to do a big event in San Francisco in August. And they wanted to do cashmere sweaters, his and hers, for the <laughs> attendees. And my lack of knowledge didn't let me know that cashmere doesn't usually come to the United States till September. So I promised that we'd have them in August. So I had to scramble uh, and, and find uh, cashmere all around the country wow. to make that thing come together. And uh, we were able to do that, believe it or not. But we have learned from now on when they ask about cashmere, we usually check the date and make sure it's after September for sure. So you'd mentioned that you like to mentor uh, business professionals. Absolutely. What, uh, what was the best advice you got in business when you started out? Well, there, there's a couple of them, and I, and I impress it on, on my kids that way. There were, there's really three keys, I think, is one, that there's no secret uh, silver bullet. They say, how do you do better in your competition? Well, I've found that most people that are successful just outwork them. They get up 30 minutes earlier and go to bed 30 minutes later than they do. Uh, second thing is you should always like your job. I've always felt like when this quit being fun, then I quit doing this. And I felt that way with every other job. The other thing is I never sit in front of a customer and ever associate dollar figures with what's going on between the customer and I. We're trying to solve a solution. And I found that in the end, we both come out with uh, gratification, whether it be financial or other. That's a really good point. Um, so what would you say is, again, as a business owner, because, you know, our audience are owners that um, go through similar things to, to us, all three of us, what is the biggest thing that uh, frustrates you today uh, in, in your business? Probably poor planning on the customer's part is supposed to generate panic on my end. Uh, 
we have a lot of customers who uh, turn the calendar over, for instance, uh, at the end of November and see all of a sudden that Christmas is coming again on December 25th. And so they haven't done any planning, even though we know all know that it's going to come at that same date year after year after year. So they want to get customer gifts or they want to get employee gifts for Christmas. But for some reason, as soon as they roll the calendar over, they start thinking about those in December. So poor planning on the customer's part, probably. So being proactive is very important Absolutely. to have this ready. Because you have to have some thought process. It sounds like you'd have to have some thought process in mind of how am I going to incorporate, you know, I'm, I'm buying this piece of promotional item. Uh, to attract people and brand my business. But it, it, it would seem that the majority, the 80%, are probably just being reactive and saying, hey, that sounds cool. We have a little bit more budget. I'm going to buy some of this stuff because that makes us look cool. But there's this 20% out there that's being very proactive and they're premeditated. It's a premeditated process where they're really thinking about, okay, how can I incorporate this in what we're doing? Like incorporate in the mailing or a giveaway, trade show or whatnot. Your, your promotion should be aimed at your customers, okay? So if we're doing a, a, a rush two-day or three-day deal and the only thing we can get is ink pens, then I certainly hope that all your customers are writers. Uh, but if we're trying to promote your customers and all your customers are in some other field, then we need to spend some time studying what it is that they would appreciate, what, what, is, what we're going to be able to do to make them remember you and remember you when they're going through and looking at you and your competition. Right, because I've got a whole drawer of junk pens, like in our, you know, in the house. And if you, know, you run out, kitchen. I've got enough in my drawer as well that we can get <laughs> I, I bet you do. Yeah. So, and, and some of them are really nice, and the nice ones I really take notice, because, I mean, the ones that are shiny, the ones that write really well, those are going to head to the desk. They're right. going to come to work with me. They're going to get pocketed, and they'll disappear from the junk drawer. So is there a lot to that, the quality of what you're giving out, so versus just the, the sheer quantity? Absolutely, and when we're talking to business owners, I try to tell them that if they're dealing with somebody that's working in an office every day, that our job as far as promoting them is to put promotional items that control the desk. So every day that they open the mail, your letter opener is the letter opener that they use to open the mail. Right. So when they look at the wall calendar, and believe it or not, some of us older people still use wall calendars. No when they look at the wall, <laughs> two of us, when they look at the wall calendar, it's your wall calendar that's up there. Uh, I talk a lot about it when I'm talking to groups about this. You don't hand out calendars at the end of December. You hand out calendars in August so that yours is the first one to arrive, so that yours is the first one that goes on the wall, so that yours is the one that stays there for 15, 18 months. You talked earlier about being a solution provider. I, I love that term. Um, and I, I'm happy to not be the right solution for certain customers and just know when to walk away or not work with that situation for a variety of reasons. But tell us about a time where it was like mission impossible at Logo Pros where somebody gave you some order or some request that was pretty insane and you guys, you know, you guys took care of it. We love to hear, we'd love to do this, but we know you can't or we know you can't do this, but we love to hear those, and we like, we, like, we like to take on those challenges. But time constraints uh, for any of us in any kind of marketing are, have always been the big challenge. You know, you can't shoot a vic effective video with 20 minutes' notice, and they want it by 2 o'clock this afternoon. That's not doing them a service. That's not doing you a service. So we do tell customers, no, we're not able to do that. Uh, for the simple reason that we're not going to deliver a quality product. They're not going to get a quality return on their investment. Totally. I want to uh, actually touch on 
in your experience as a business owner, um, I was actually mentoring a couple of people yesterday, and I used the term building rapport. They had no idea what, what that meant. Right. Tell us about, even today, you know, a lot, of, a lot of miles in the business, done well for yourself, building rapport. What do you do to do that? What are the activities that you do? How do you spend time with the customer when there's no sale in the immediate future? I started with another uh, gentleman when I started in this industry, and his, his main thing was embroidery. And so I used to do what they refer to in the old days as sales reports. I don't know if they're still around there or not, but you had to write down the guy's name you spent the time with. And I was spending uh, a lot of time with a certain group of people. Uh, at the time, they, they were called City Group. I'm not sure what their name might be today. Uh, but I spent a lot of time with them, and he kept saying, well, you're spending too much time with them, and we're not getting any orders out of them. And so the longer that went on, the longer that went on, he continued to repeat that to me until I landed the biggest sale that he'd received in a year uh, by spending time with those people. So history just shows that you have to build. They, they're not going to give you the order just because you walk in the door. You're going to have to prove to them that you're capable of taking care of the order, that you're capable of following through on the things that you say every day. But, but touch on that a little bit deeper in terms of building rapport and spending time. What, what did you do to – how did you get in front of them where they didn't feel like you were trying to get the sale. I asked the, I asked the same three or four questions every time I talk to somebody. I want to know what your business is. How are you different than everybody else? How are you building your business? Where are you finding your customers? You know, a lot of people have a great-looking building, a great sign out in front of the building, a beautiful parking lot with hundreds and hundreds of parking spaces, and nobody ever shows up. Okay, so you, I need to find that out. We need to find out what, how we're going to draw your customers in. So I need to do a lot of research before I ever talk to you anything about any of the solutions that need to be solved. Uh, and I think, it, I think it's very important we spend a lot of time together to find that out. And I think you, you talk a lot about this each week about just taking clients to lunch or prospects to lunch and just you know, uncovering that. Yeah. Thank goodness is a podcast and not a video. So they can't see my girlish figure, but I spent a lot of time <laughs> taking customers to lunch. Absolutely. I try to take a customer lunch every day. I see a lot of salespeople go to lunch with those other salespeople every day and it doesn't solve anything other than to help the restaurant out on their end of the thing. I try to go to lunch with customers, just find out how they're doing, find out how their kids are doing that kind of thing, you know, to, so that we uh, can work closer together. Yeah, relationships do count. Absolutely. Uh, and I think that's uh, that's a common thread over most small to medium-sized business owners you'll talk to is relationships are the number one thing. Right. It's really interesting, you know, where I work with a number of transactional businesses where uh, customers have to go to them, basically. Uh, and so it's funny how their thought process, it's not that they don't mean to, but their thought process is totally different because their phones ring no matter what, just about. They just mm. have to do a few things to make sure those phones ring, and we make those phones ring for them. But at the end of the day, I can tell the difference in the relationship on the phone. They're not used to having that relationship. Sure. They want it really quick. Right. And I think in the end, uh, that kills you in the end. It does. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Brad, I really want to thank you for coming in today and spending some time with us. Best way for anybody to reach you? Uh, you can reach me at Brad, B-R-A-D, at logopros.us. Email, uh, respond fairly quickly. And uh, be glad to talk to anybody about any marketing ideas or any marketing questions that they might have. 